How many of you are ready for like five or six primetime games next year? I think it's happening. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is another week of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day on a Monday night, February 19th, and a Tuesday, February 20th. Thanks for making this your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcast back from a little vacation. You can see if you're watching on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Yes, I did get a nice suntan. We're feeling good, refreshed, ready for another week of Locked On Lions. Tomorrow, we are scheduled to talk to the Godfather. That's right, Michael Stephen Stone, formerly of the morning show at 97 Won the Ticket, still at the ticket, but kind of uh, had his last morning show with he and John Jansen on Friday. We're going to talk to Stoney about the Lions tomorrow on the program. Shout out to our everydayers that are out there um, that check out the program. Our boy, Kurt Carlson. I saw Kurt today. He's director of pool operations at the Kimpton, Miami Beach. Kurt is the king. He loves the Lions. He's down there in South Florida uh, representing the Honolulu Blue and Silver. So shout out to Kurt and all of our everydayers that watch or listen to the program wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe to our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel as well. Lockdown Lions today is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown to get started. Follow us on Twitter, Dairy Speaks, at Lockdown Lions, Matt Dairy Facebook fan page, and also on threads as well. All right, I want to go over the schedule. I had a thought, and our crack research staff helped me with this as well. I had a thought about this year's schedule. We're not going to know the schedule and the dates and night games, day games, and all this stuff until early May. But I had a thought about next year's schedule, and I wanted to get into that today on the program. Also, Mike Evans it's going to hit free agency. It was kind of a soft deadline put out today by the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, uh, they cannot come to an agreement. The 30-year-old five-time Pro Bowl wide receiver and the Bucks it looks like Evans is heading to free agency. How come the Lions aren't mentioned? We'll get into that coming up on the show. And I got a little bit of a life story to tell uh, at the end of the show today that I've got to get into. Uh, we'll do that today here on Lockdown Lions. But again, uh, love my crack research staff. We were kind of putting our heads together. The Lions schedule next year, I'm not going to say it's murder, but it's tough. All right? This year, let's be honest, the Lions had an opportunity to face some bad teams in the AFC West, right? They got the Broncos at home, which they rolled. They had the Raiders at home. Easy game. They caught the Chiefs without Kelsey and Chris Jones. Of course, that's the Super Bowl champ. And they played uh, a bad LA Chargers team that, of course, fired their coach and hired wacky Jim Harbaugh, uh, who's going to, by the way, win there. You know he is. He wins everywhere he goes, and then he leaves. Um, And then they also played the NFC South this year, which included a bad New Orleans team, Carolina at home, which was a gimme, uh, at Tampa, which turned out to be a a tougher game than we thought, uh, as we know. And and so, you know, the Lions, um, Atlanta. So the Lions, um, you know, had, had their share of games this year that were 
extremely winnable and easy. And now next season, the Lions are going to have to play the NFC West, meaning they're going to get rematches with the Rams and the Niners. They got to go to Arizona, which never is going to be easy. Seattle is always tough on the Lions, as we know. And the AFC East. And so the Lions will face, or excuse me, the AFC South. Um, so the Lions will face the likes of Indianapolis, a much improved team. Um, Jacksonville, Tennessee, all on the schedule um, next year as far as the team that they are going to face. Uh, who am I leaving out from the AFC South? Houston, all right? Houston won a playoff game this past year with C.J. Stroud. Um, home games next year are Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota. The Rams, Seattle, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Tampa Bay, and Buffalo. So because the Lions finished in first place, they have a first-place schedule, they will face uh, the first-place Buffalo Bills, who were first place in the AFC East. Um Road games next year, Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota, at Arizona. Why do the Lions always go to Arizona? Uh, at Houston, at Indianapolis, on the road at San Francisco, on the road at Dallas again. All right? Schedule's murder. It's hard. That's hard. That's a tough schedule. But again, that's a first place schedule. And so I was looking at it, and, I, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, a couple of predictions and how I kind of see this playing out for the Lions. Well, first and foremost, I think the Lions are going to have like five primetime games and the Thanksgiving game. I truly believe we're going to see a ton of the Lions, uh, you know, a couple of Sunday nights, a Monday night, a Thursday night, um, and, and then Thanksgiving. I truly believe that we could be seeing five to six primetime games that includes Thanksgiving. You got to figure that Buffalo game is going to be on Thanksgiving. You got to figure it, we've seen Lions Packers, we've seen Lions Bears a ton of Lions Vikings. Um Lions were on uh, I believe Fox for Thanksgiving this year, the Green Bay game. So I believe they'll be on CBS next year and I could see them hosting Buffalo on Thanksgiving um this year. Lions Rams, isn't that a week 1 Sunday night or Monday night game? Don't you see the return of Matthew Stafford again to Ford Field? But this time, I'm assuming with a video, I'm assuming with a nicer ovation, a Lions-Rams rematch, Monday night football to start the season, or even the Sunday night game. We know Kansas City will play on Thursday. Now, if the Niners would have won the Super Bowl, Niners-Lions to open the season would not have surprised me. But I don't think they're going to put the Lions, um, well, they're not going to put the Lions on to start the year again. I'm assuming it's the Chiefs again. And, but I see Lions Rams week one on Sunday night or Monday night football. I just see it. Um, I think one of the Lions Packers games, whether it's the game at Lambeau or the game at Ford Field, will be a primetime game. Monday night, Sunday night. I don't know, Thursday night, because the Lions and Packers played on Thursday night this past year. But I, I see that as being. Uh, a, a night game. And I think Lions Cowboys is either going to be a 425 prime timer uh, late afternoon with, with, with Burkhart and Tom Brady, or that's going to be a Monday night or Sunday night game. Um, so, you know, Lions Texans could be a prime time game. Lions, you know, 
Jacksonville. I mean, there's there's a lot of marquee games that the Lions are going to play. Lions Bucks could be another primetime game. Um, because it'd be a rematch of the playoffs. But this is not that's this is like murderer's row. Again, this year the Lions got to play the Falcons at home. You knew the Lions were beating the Falcons. They had to play Carolina at home. You knew they were beating the Panthers. The Raiders on Monday Night Football. No one that was Josh McDaniel's last game. That Raider team was terrible. You know, I'm looking at this schedule. There's not much that you can go, oh yeah, definite wins. I mean, Tennessee. All right, they're bad. Again, I you know I'm not a believer in the Bears. But like Minnesota gets cousins back. That's not a bad football team. Packers, we know we're gonna be darn good. Dallas on the road again. Houston on the road with Stroud. Indy on the road. Shane Steichen did a tremendous job this year. They get Anthony Richardson, uh, Richardson back. That's a good team. San Francisco, Tampa, Buffalo, Jacksonville, Seattle, Rams. Wow. And the Lions are playing the Seahawks again at uh, Ford Field. And you, we, we all know that's Geno Smith's <laughs> playhouse. So just a couple of predictions. This is something I thought would be fun to talk about. We'll talk about this with Stoney tomorrow, too. But... Um, those are, that's a tough that's a tough schedule. But again, this is a really good football team. All right, the Lions have shown over the last year and a half they can play with anybody. So I'm not sitting here telling you, oh my gosh, I'm just telling you the games are going to be more difficult this year. All right, the Lions played a bad Chargers team this year. The defense no showed to the tune of giving up five straight touchdowns. So because the Chargers are so bad, the Lions ended up winning 41-38. Lions have had off days and still won, including the game against the Bears at Ford Field when they were horrible most of the game. They came back from 10 down in the fourth quarter to win. So I'm just, I can't wait for all of this. Man, this is going to be just super exciting. All right, coming up next, um, Mike Evans is a free agent. Would Brad Holmes blab a phone call on something like this, especially with Amon Ross St. Brown? Got to get him extended. But if you're going for it like the Lions, wouldn't you add a big play receiver on the other side of Amon Ra? We'll talk about that coming up next. And Locked On Lions today brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150. If your first bet wins, NBA season, we're coming back from the All-Star break uh, at the end of this week. <clears throat> Boy, that All-Star game was just abysmal on Sunday night. Hopefully, you had the over. But you can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. So just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. It's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. All right, Monday edition of Lockdown Lions right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. And of course, checking us out wherever you get your podcast. Today was this quote-unquote soft deadline for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to get a new contract done with Mike Evans. A couple of reasons. Number one, his dead cap money now stays on the books uh, due to tomorrow, the franchise tag. 
uh, deadline starts. I think that the there's seven seven and a half million dollars or something like that of dev, dead cap money for Evans and 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 there's Baker Mayfield and a couple other minor moves. I'm not going to talk to you about dead cap money. The Bucks will have plenty of money to spend, and all of these teams figure this out. But yes, there's going to be dead cap money, which means money that has to sit on the cap that doesn't get used because they did not extend Mike Evans today. Tampa Bay Bucks reportedly had a soft deadline of today, but you got to figure. They'll still be negotiating with him. They love him. He spent his whole career there. He's 30 years old. And maybe, just maybe, if, if a team offers Evans a big contract, making about $22 million now per year, the, the, he'll go back to the Bucs and hope they match it. We'll see. All right? I've seen various reports that have linked several different teams to Mike Evans. Two big ones being Kansas City Chiefs, because we saw how bad their receiving court was this year up until the Super Bowl. And also the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Ravens, of course, reached the AFC title game this past year. Um, Nelson Aguilar is back. Zay Flowers is there. But they don't have a great receiving court. And that's a team primed to make another run toward the Super Bowl next year. Mike Evans is 30. I highly doubt he's signing with the Carolina Panthers. I've seen that. Yes, he could probably make the most money there. But you got to figure a guy this age did win a Super Bowl, Tom Brady and company, but wants to win another one. Kansas City would be an unbelievable place for him with Patrick Mahomes. Um, it just depends on fit and everything else. And I mean, he'd be going to the Super Bowl champions. Uh, some other teams that I've seen named uh, Texans, Colts, if they don't re-sign Michael Pittman, Bengals, and others. But I've not seen anybody talk about your Honolulu Blue and Silver Gladiators, the Detroit Lions. Why not? Now, would the Lions pay $20 million a year for a 30-year-old wide receiver? Is that a smart move? couple of things. Number one, maybe it's unlikely. Maybe this is not something Brad Holmes is going to do. We know the Lions need edge rushers, interior defensive linemen, cornerbacks, wide receiver room, has, has improved, all right? Amon Ross St. Brown is an all-everything wide receiver that, by the way, is going to be up. His contract's going to be up in a couple of years, and the Lions could could extend him this summer or, or this, this spring. Um, Jamison Williams is starting to come into his own a little bit. We're seeing some flashes here uh, with J-Mo. You know Khalif Raymond will be back. They love him. Uh, uh, you know, they drafted the young kid Antoine Green. Didn't play much this year. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see on, on him. Um, Josh Reynolds is a free agent. Josh Reynolds, up until the NFC Championship game, was Jared Goff's security blanket. Mr. Reliable. Uh, they fed him the rock in week 18 to get him his bonuses. You could tell this is a guy that, you know, could stay in Detroit for a long, long time. Then the Niner game happened. Then he dropped two key passes. I'm not going to say he cost the team the game. Josh Reynolds had a really... Picked a really bad time to have a really bad day. All right? Um, so, you know, you look at that receiving core, and that's what's there. But why why wouldn't you at least kick the tires or make a phone call and see about Mike Evans? Are you? Are, would it be smart a smart maneuver to be spending 20-plus million dollars on a receiver on the back end of his career? Maybe not. Probably not. But... This is a guy that I, I 
If you're going for it, like the Lions say they are, right? Who would you rather have? Mike Evans, Pro Bowler every year, four or five-time Pro Bowler, or Josh Reynolds? Yes, Josh Reynolds fits the culture. Yes, Josh Reynolds is Jared Goff's guy. Yes, he won't command a lot of money, comparatively speaking, comparatively speaking to Mike Evans. But if you're going for it, wouldn't you want to add big number 13 that just he balled out against the Lions in the playoff game? That over 100 yards receiving. It's a big play guy. Is he the same receiver he was a couple years ago? No. Still made the Pro Bowl this year. Still made it over St. Brown. I'm not opposed to looking into this. Now, again, is it the biggest need ever? No. Is this something that Brad Holmes usually does? Goes out and spends over $20 million on a a wide receiver? No. No. This is not something Brad Holmes does. But again, we're also talking about a team that now is going to be big-time buyers. you got to figure free for free agents, and free agents are going to want to come to Detroit. Now, maybe Mike Evans says, I'll play that, I'll do the dance, I'll talk to the Chiefs, I'll talk to the Ravens, but in the end, he ends up back in Tampa. It's possible. Tampa had a good year this year. Tampa won a playoff game. Tampa was right there with the Lions. In the divisional round. Maybe Evans is just playing games. But if you're Detroit and you're going for it, I'd be adding good players all over the field. I don't, you know, I'm not saying you just spend money to spend money and and don't be and not smart about it. But this is a guy in, in Mike Evans that, and yes, this was this past year was a contract year, so it's a little scary when you give a 30-year-old receiver money, but he's really good. And I think the Lions should be upgrading anywhere they can to try to make this team better. They're better if Mike Evans is out there instead of Josh Reynolds. They are. Now, again, there's going to be a giant gap in cash, but you figure that out. But with St. Brown, St. Brown has to be re-signed. Taylor Decker's up soon. Panay Sewell's going to be up soon. Hutchinson eventually you have to re-sign. What do you do with Jonah Jackson? Maybe there's just not that kind of money for a wide receiver to go around. To, to, for the Lions to utilize. But I'm just throwing it out there as a thought. Because I think he's a really good football player, and it doesn't appear, at least today, he's going to be back with the Bucs. Now, again, this could all change, but it sounds like he's going to do the dance and get into free agency. And he's damn good. Damn good player. So we'll see. I'm just I'm just make, throwing the idea out there. Is that somebody in a few weeks when free agency starts, I think it's March 11th, the Lions immediately sign right at noon or agree to contract with at noon? I don't think so. But why not pick up the phone? What if Mike Evans says, yeah, I'll take a little bit less to go to a Super Bowl contender? And folks, that's what we are here. All right, We're in the NFC North shirt today. Hopefully at this time next year, we're, we're, we're printing out Super Bowl gear. NFC Championship or Super Bowl Championship. It's certainly uh, not out of the realm of possibility. Um, all right. Minor life story I want to add at the end of the show. Can we do that coming up next? I have a, it was a, it was travel, it was travel gaff city uh, today for me. Do that next here on Lockdown Lines. Lockdown Lions brought to you by our friends at game time. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets for your next big event. Game time is the fastest and easiest way 
to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And a friend told me the other day they used the uh, Game Time app to get some uh, tickets for like Taylor Swift in November in Indianapolis. Got the $20 off. It was fantastic. Killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Easy to find, buying tickets at every venue, and I love the view from your seat. You can move around and see exactly where you're sitting and where that section is. Not all those other apps have this, all right? Uh, I love it. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Here's what you do. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create the account and redeem the code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, folks, as you can see, I came back. And for those of you watching on our Lockdown Lines YouTube channel, please subscribe. Thank you for checking us out. Came back from a little trip, all right? I went away with the wife for the last few days and uh, uh, some friends, and uh, it was great. Flew back tonight. Reason why we're doing the podcast late. Flew back tonight on beautiful Southwest Airlines. Now, some of you are going to say, oh, Southwest, that's <laughs> a, you know, it's a dog and pony show. There's no assigned seats. No, I'm all for Southwest. I like Southwest. Shout out to Southwest. Here's what I don't like. There's a little life story today. I get it. Okay. It's 2024. Civility, decency, self-awareness, social awareness. A lot of that is out the window. And that's really sad. It makes me sad. But like, get on the on the second. I, I took two flights. Get on the second flight, going from Nashville to Detroit tonight. All right. Had no problems. Lined up at my number. Got on the plane. Everything was good. Right. So now we're sitting there getting ready to take off. Two rows behind me is some woman on her phone, just dropping f bombs, talking to some friend on the phone. Now again. If you're sitting on a plane and you're on the phone, all you got to do is talk like this, like I'm talking, like low, like, hey, how you doing? You can hear me? Yeah. Okay, great. Last thing I need to be doing is talking like this, right? And screaming and dropping F-bombs. There's kids on the plane. All right. Like, why do you need to swear for us two rows ahead of you to hear your entire life story about your cousin that that, uh, uh, cheated on his girlfriend? about uh, when you get home, you're, you're hoping your hot water heater works, and F this and F that. That was number one. Number two, this woman in front of us, she's in the aisle, someone else is in the window, the middle seat's open, all right? The dude is on the, the, the microphone, and by the way, he just keeps yelling, Detroit basketball, like, and hey, hey, Motor City Kitties. No, no one used the term Motor, Motor City Kitties hasn't been used in 30 years, all right? So this guy's trying really hard. Anyway, he says there's open seats on the back of the plane. We're not full, spread out. All right, we're in like row, I don't know, eight or nine. So some guy decides he's going to barrel up, barrel into this woman and say, can I sit in that middle seat? And she's like, it's a, it's a, not a full flight, sir. There's plenty of seats in the back for, you don't have to sit in the middle. You could sit in an aisle or a window. He's like, no, I want to sit up here. My people are up here. So she gets up, he sits in the in the window or in the middle. Then he starts complaining that he's flown like four times in the last couple of days, and all he gets is middle seats. And he talked this woman 
into moving to the aisle and he and or to the wind to the middle and he took the aisle seat. I couldn't even believe it. Like just zero civility. Like you could tell she was rolling her eyes, but almost like she wanted him to shut up and just gave him the aisle. Props to her. Then number three, brother man across from me, okay, decides he's gonna start watching move a movie on his phone. No, no earphones. All right. Full blast sound. My wife's trying to sleep. It's 10 o'clock at night or whatever it was, 9.50 when we left. <laughs> He's blasting his phone. Now, on the previous flight that we came from, from Miami to Nashville, they made the announcement that, hey, listen, either throw in a pair of Air, Air, AirPods, earbuds, or headphones, or keep your volume down so that you're not bothering the people around you. They didn't make that announcement on this flight because the guy was too busy cracking Detroit jokes. Didn't say anything. So this guy across from me just felt like he could blast his movie. So I hear, I hear all this noise. I finally turned to him and I said, do you have, excuse me, sir, do you, do you have air, air, do you have headphones? He's like screaming at me. No, you, you can hear this. How can you hear this with all this noise in this flight? You know, the air going and the engines. I said, we can all hear it. Can you please turn it down? Like what's going on? What has happened? And I know some of this started around 2015, 2016. And, and, and I get that things have changed a little bit. But my goodness, just like social awareness, civility are just out the window. Out the window. You don't realize you're blasting your phone and your volume and bothering everybody around you. Like No one wants to hear all that noise. Oh, my gosh. All right. I had to get that off my chest. It's the last time I do that for a while. I promise We'll have Stoney on tomorrow. We'll talk some Lions. We'll get his thoughts on the season and, and looking ahead as well as uh, also about his career a little bit at, uh, of course, 97 with the ticket and WDFN. That'll do it for a Monday edition of Lockdown Lions. Thanks for checking us out. Wherever you get your podcasts, we are back again tomorrow.